You are welcome to another educative episode of your much-loved program, Children That Change the World. With you on today's episode is Precious Ade Tsunji. And this is Ade Dolakpolawal. And I am Olua Fumilayo Ojeniye. It is 12.32 here at the studio, the 13th of June, 2020. You are listening to the program, Children That Change the World, on Parrot 101.1 FM. An exciting program brought to all the students in Nogumo Show and environments by Innovate Lab to elevate your mental capacities and provide an atmosphere for creativity with opportunities to learn out-of-the-box thinking, thus giving you the ability to be all that you are meant to be. On today's electrifying episode of Children That Change the World, we will be telling you the amazing story of Akawase Bernard Tehima. We'll be interviewing Julius Oluwafumini Ajayi on our educative interview segment. I'm sure you don't want to miss this segment for anything. We also have a quiz and game segment at the end of the show that will allow you to think out of the box. The number to call is 0905-535-5558. You could be the lucky winner of amazing prizes. Our lines will be open for your calls and messages. You can follow us right now on Facebook at CTCTW and on Twitter at CTCTW or visit our website at www.ctctw.org. Stay tuned and enjoy this educative and entertaining program. Welcome back, dear listener. You are still listening to Children That Change the World on Pirate 101.1 FM. So now we proceed to tell you the story of Akawase Bernard Teima. Akawase Bernard is a graduate of maritime and offshore studies from the Federal University of Petroleum Resource, Efuru, Delta State, Nigeria. During his days as an undergraduate, he derived a scientific constant like pi that won the African Prize Engineering Innovation. The constant is a parameter that has the value of f equals 0.07. The reason why he made the scientific constant was to correct the prediction of the West African Sea, which has been using the wrong models. To do that, he needed, to for, he needed a formula that could not just forecast West African sea states, but also calculate energy from wind and wave, if the frequency is known and of which there is none. So, he worked on getting a variance density expression that could yield a normal distribution and extracted data from four locations in West Africa, wow. with each field having 12,000 samples. Mm. And now, because of this innovation, energy from wind or wave can be calculated, provided the frequency and depth or height is known. This scientific constant is certified and accepted internationally. 
amazing. He also taught two courses, Offshore Pipeline Stability and Design, during a competency training session in the university, saving the school a huge amount of money that should have been used in contracting an expert. Wow. He's actively involved and delivering excellently while functioning as a field engineer during the on-site construction, analysis, transportation, testing, and installation of the underwater current generator in Moody Beach, Abraka. He prepared the design specifications and user manual for the 22-seater boat his team built. He is presently working on automating a device that can detect hydrocarbon leakages from an offshore pipeline. Wow, that is so amazing. That was a story of who decided to change a narrative about West Africa, and he successfully did that. You too can do that, genius. Stay tuned. We will be right back. tuned friend you are still very tuned to children that change the world on parrots 101.1 fm so now we are on to our educative interview segments with us here in the studio is an amazing personality yay <laughs> <laughs> his name is ajayi julius oluafumini and he is our guest for today's educative interview Julius is an academic researcher with interest in transport operations, policy development, and sustainability. He is also an education advocate and leads the team at Read and Think Initiative, an NGO that has reached out to over 5,000 students across three geopolitical zones in Nigeria through academic reorientation campaigns, competitions, and charity. He is currently enrolled as a PhD candidate at Lautech Ubumosho. Isn't that amazing? Really amazing. <laughs> really amazing. So, so we'll take a break right now as we welcome our guests. Welcome, Julius Ajayi. Thank you. Your bio. As already said much about you, and it was mentioned that you are the team lead at Read and Think Initiative. That's correct. An NGO, right? Yes. So please tell us more about yourself, your background, and also about the initiative. All right. Um, good morning once again, and thank you for having me. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> uh, my name is Julius. And I studied transport management in Lautec. I graduated in 2013, proceeded on my master's degree, 
and after which I enrolled for my PhD degree in Lautech. Uh, so I've been consistently studying transport management. So all of my life I've been studying, so to say. <laughs> and um, about our initiative, it started as an offshoot of um, a community development service in the South-South. And um, that was in 2015. We discovered that students in that part of the country do not want to go to school. So you practically have to beg them to go to school. At some point, some of them would just go. They would um, not come to school for like one time and they would expect to go to the next class. So it was an issue and you couldn't just turn them back because you had to encourage them. So we devised the means to ensure that we got them interested in coming to school. We motivated them. We paid school fees for some of them. And at the end of that um, endeavor, we were fulfilled. So at what point of your life were you inspired to start thinking and read? Uh, I think that was when I was in... Uh, you, it's a culmination of things. Okay. So many activities came together to bring me to where I am. Okay. But actually, I would say the epiphany was when I was at NYSC camp. And at, as at that time, it was um, there was a group called MDGs. Okay. It was what metamorphosed into SDGs now. Oh. So we... We were there and we were orientated about community problems, a lot of things. And education was one key, was one key thing. So I was fired up in my spirit. And when I got to my place of primary assignment, I saw that, yes, this is a place for what, uh, to practice what I had learned and to contribute my quota to the problems in that um, community. Thank you. So you mentioned education as being one major problem with this. Yes, definitely. And I know you agree with me that school is like the beginning of an interaction for children mm-hmm. to experience a transformative system. Definitely. They get to be enlarged in their minds. And now that they are no longer in school, how would you how would you sell consistency to a listener? Alright. Uh going by the layman's definition. Consistency is marked by a steady continuity or regularity of actions towards a particular goal. That's one aspect to look at it. And you know, you have an objective before you, you have a goal before you, and you are trying to reach it. And consistency is marked by repetition, repetition of actions. So you have to repeat. And you would, uh, that, um, that understanding is drawn from... Um, it has always been there, but someone put it better, Malcolm Gladwell in his book. He told of uh, a 10,000 hour rule that before you could become a world class at anything, you ought to have practiced it for at least 10,000 hours. Uh, that is not a given. Of course, there are, there are other things that may come to play, but it's, it means that even after you have reached that place, you have to go on and on and on. And secondly, uh, consistently can be marked by congruence or agreement with, uh, between actions and goals. That means if you want to be a doctor, you must do what doctors do before they become doctors. So if you want to be a singer, you must go to rehearsals. You don't want to be a doctor and talk like a tout or a thug in the car park. You don't want to be a writer and would not practice writing. So it is agreement between action and good and how okay 
I think I've answered that question. Yes, so what I got from that is that consistency is the agreement of your actions with your goals. Definitely. So, CTCTW children how to discover their purposes, their talents and gifts, to turn them into skills that will make them change the world into a better place. What do you think is the importance and the effect of consistency in their lives? Alright, uh, thank you. To answer that question, uh, we must first settle something. Before you can agree to, be con- to do something consistently, you must arrive at deciding at at making a determination that you want to do that thing and you see talking about the importance we live in a society where many people want to get things fast they want to become rich fast they want to do a whole lot of things fast and these days you would agree with me that you just see many people who bump into the scene and before you know it they whistle out so one very key importance of consistency is that it allows for longevity and um, enduring success. Longevity and enduring success. You don't just come here today and you disappear tomorrow. And how it does that is that consistency prepares you. You become adequately prepared for wherever you are going. And it owns your craft. If you have done something for at least 10,000 hours, you must, that means you must have known it. If they wake you up from bed and ask you to do that thing, you should be able to do it without thinking. You should run on an autopilot. And, you know, consistency also ensures that it guides against premature arrival. And what I mean by premature arrival is you see people who cannot undo certain levels of success. They just get to be successful and they mismanage it. So consistency ensures that you become relevant for a long time and you are able to dispense value for a very long time such that even when it is over i mean when it is no longer in your time people can keep on referring to you you can always be relevant across time and page so across the world mm-hmm. we have people trying to be consistent with one thing or the other in this period we have children trying to continue to learn mm-hmm. and they have been trying their best. What would you advise educators, teachers, children out there to pick and do consistently as we are ushered into a new normal? Because it's a new normal, right? <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, to answer that question, I would, I would say to you that, you see, across time and age, we have, we have witnessed a lot of upheavals in the world, even before we were born. When you look at the generation, and I believe the constituency we are talking to this morning are people I would call the Generation Z, those who were born after 2001. And this is also relevant to those who we call the millennials. Those who we call the millennials, those who are 22 and I think between 39 years old. So those are the people we are focused on this morning. And um, in order to draw out lessons from where we are, I must tell you, that across time and age, things have happened. Economies have changed. The way we, have in, we are interacting has changed, but some things never change. Things like what? Learning. You have to keep on learning. People during the generation of the baby boomers, the generation X, and um, those you call the generation Y, the millennials, and even now, some things will never change. Some things will go on and on. So learning does not change, but the mode of learning can change. 
reading, studying does not change, but the mode of studying can change. And in order to be able to cope with times, you must learn to adapt to the changes. So while you are learning, you must adapt to the times. You must make sure you are keeping track of things. So even now that we are no longer in the classrooms, you have to keep learning. And for educators, you see, we are in a period where you are still the educator, you are still the teacher, but uh, you are you are you are tra- you are you are transcending from that stage where you are the sage on the stage, like the the performer, to where you are a guide by the side. So you, it's this stage where we have cause for creativity and it's cause for learning that goes beyond the school and adapting to change, basically. Okay. There would be roadblocks, right? Definitely. What would you advise for a child listening to you and that child has decided to do something consistently, be consistent with learning? Mm. How would you advise listeners out there to face roadblocks on their way to consistency. I think that is a two-in-one question. Okay. And I'll try my best to illustrate okay. uh, with an analogy. But before then, I think we have been, we, we misconstrue what work is sometimes. Sometimes many people believe that, they will tell you that if you are passionate about your work, if you are interested about your work, you never get to work in it in a day that you would have to enjoy your work every time uh, there is a place where fun or your hobby for instance see ronaldo is a footballer and for many of us footballing is an hobby but you get to a point where to become a professional you leave that stage of fun to concentrate on real work so sometimes it is not about interest we get to we are interested in a lot of things in our lives we want to do this, want to do that. But you get to a point where you decide that this is beyond interest. This is work. And um, sometimes uh, you might not have the motivation to work. You might not feel like working. You might not feel like practicing. You might not feel like writing. You might not feel like coming to the radio this morning. <laughs> but you just have to show up. That is where the consistency is. And sometimes we never get to choose our feelings. We never get to choose our emotions, but we get to choose our behaviors. You never get to feel good. You never get to want to work, but you have to do it. And secondly, you must learn that uh, at some point, you would want to feel lazy. You would, the drive would be low. And at some point, you would, you would want to just throw in the towel. Muhammad Ali said, I hated every time in training, but I told myself, don't quit. Suffer now and become a, um, be, uh, spend the rest of your life as a champion. So, you see, in order to do that, you must also learn to, in order to cross these roadblocks, you must also learn to reward yourselves, uh, yourself. And at times, you must learn to forgive yourself. So, there are days when you don't want to do things you should be doing. But you learn to pat yourself on the back and say, Pele, you'll be fine. Yeah. You motivate yourself and you forgive yourself even when you are not able to do it. You tell yourself, today was a bad day. I'll do better tomorrow. Thank you so much, Julius Ajayi. We will be right back after this short break. Please stay tuned. We are 
Welcome back. So we have been interacting with Julius Ajayi for some minutes now and he has been telling us the importance of consistency, how we can learn with adaptability and continue to learn whether we face roadblocks or not. There will be days like that. Julius Ajayi, now based on your experience, if you add a minute, 60 seconds, to give a child one life-changing counsel, just a life-changing counsel, mm. to understand the power of consistency, what would it be? Mm. 60 seconds. Let me yeah, try. Yes, your time okay. Um, I would use the analogy of a borehole. You know, Bore the uh, borehole. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes if uh, there is an adage that says that if you dig many holes, it does not mean you will meet water. Water is the goal. So that means if you are in a position... I, okay, I was reading something last night, and they said in Kenya, it takes the depth, the, uh, the average depth of a borehole is 150 to 200 meters. 152? 150, 150 to 200 meters. Oh. So... That means that if you dig 10 meters in 20 places, you are not going to meet water. Water would not come. But you have to stay in one spot and dig 200 meters. As deep as 200, as deep meters. As 200 meters. And even after you have dug and you have met water, the engine of the borehole must keep on pumping the water. So even after you have come to limelight, even after you have become a success, you must continue to do it so that the flow of water, the flow of success, the flow of relevance would not stop. Thank you so much. That was mind-blowing. That was mind-blowing. So listeners out there, continue to be consistent, to be a success. For you to change the world, you have to be consistent in that one thing you have picked to do consistently. I'm sure that what that was an amazing time for you with us. We had a mind-boggling Definitely. conversation with Julius Olua Fumini Ajayi. Please learn to leverage the power of consistency to be all that you are meant to be. Please stay tuned. We will be right back after this break. Do we have nowhere else to go? So get out of the way, out of the way of the land of our dreams. We are the nation, we are part of this. Oh, oh. We are the nation, we are part of this. Whoa. Welcome, Internet. You are still listening to Children That Changed the World in Parrot 101.1 FM. Unto you, precious. Before we get to our quiz segment, we have something for you to listen to. Good afternoon. My name is Ikwemola Muyolua. I use the name Pamela Inbida to sign in into the game called Quizak. Quizak was an educative, astounding, and interesting game, which I look forward to play more of it because I learned a lot from it. Thank you. Okay, that was Pamela Inbida, one of our students on CTCTW Academy, and she was one of the winners of the Quizak games last week. So, if you are not yet on our academy platform, you can visit Facebook to get the link to the platform on Telegram. And also about our quizzer games, we are going to have another quizzer game this weekend, this afternoon. So if you are not yet on the platform, 
join us and I'm sure that you're going to learn something great. We now go to our quiz segment. Stay tuned. Thank you for staying true. You are still listening to Children That Change the World on Parrot 101.1 FM. Now we are on to our quiz segment. The number to call is 090-5535-5558. We await your calls. We have 10 questions for you on the show today. You have to pick out one of them and the question will be read out to you for you to answer. The number to call is 0905-535-5558. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Adam Victor from Randa area. Victor, you are calling in again. How are you doing? Fine, ma. What question are you going for today? Question seven. Question number seven. Okay. Question number seven says, which mammal has the longest gestation period? Victor. What is it? Which mammal has the longest gestation period? Elephant. Yes, you are correct. The answer <laughs> is elephant. <laughs> and an elephant has a gestation period between 640 to 660 days. That was amazing. That's awesome. Congrats, Victor. Hello. 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 I'm Adedola Po. Am I on? So, what's your name? My name is Ik Steven. Ik Steven, welcome to the show. What number would you like to pick? Number three. Number three. Okay. Number three reads: um, What is the most common atmospheric gas? Come again. What is the most common atmospheric gas? Steven, are you there? Liquid. You say, what did you say? Liquid. Liquid. Oh, I'm so sorry, you are wrong. The most common atmospheric gas is nitrogen. Nitrogen is the most common atmospheric gas. Okay, we are still awaiting your calls. The number to call is 0905. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name? Hello. Hello. What's your name? My name is Hadidija Yomide. Ayomide, what question are you going for? Number six. Number six, okay. Centigrade equals Fahrenheit at what temperature? Ma? Centigrade equals Fahrenheit at what temperature? You know centigrade and Fahrenheit, right? Yes. So they are equal at what temperature? That is wrong. The answer to that is minus 40 degrees. So centigrade equals Fahrenheit at minus 40 degrees. 
So that is the end of our this segment. So we are going to be back after this break. Our wonderful listener, we deeply appreciate you for joining us today again. And to all our callers, we say thank you very much. For feedback or sponsorship, call us on these numbers 0810-984-6416 and 0805-176-2471. I remain Oluwa Fumilayo. I am Adidolakolawal. And this is Precious Adit Sunji. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.